I think just kicking off, uh, it might be sort of a, a big question, but um, maybe maybe you can lead um, to start off with Adam in terms of um, some of the deal structures that you're seeing. In, in, you know, because I imagine quite a few things come across your desk in, in all shapes and forms. These kind of deals. Yeah, yes, it's a, it's an interesting question, Claire. And I think the first thing to say is I don't think there is a market position for AI deals yet. Often we're asked is that maturity, and I don't think there is. I think the kind of deals that I'm seeing range from the more traditional farmer biotech structures through to more of a fee-for-service time and materials model, and frankly, everything in between. I think we're also seeing, and certainly from an ASA perspective, we've explored taking equity stakes in companies. So I think nothing is off the table when it comes to these kind of transactions. I think at its core, it really depends on how the AI is going to be utilised. So I think if it's for quite a discrete activity that is quite far removed from the end clinical drug candidate or product. You may be looking at more of a sort of time and materials, almost a service type model. Whereas if the AI is really being used to advance and speed up drug discovery to uncover those novel targets, you may see it linked more to milestones and some of the traditional biotech deals that I think many of us have been involved with. I think it's interesting you mentioned the Accenture Sanofi deal and as some people may know, that was actually filed last week. The 20F was filed. And so although it's heavily redacted, you can, at your leisure, peruse the 100-page deal document. And actually, even though it is an incredibly large deal and some of the milestones are eye-watering, at its core, it's actually quite a simple traditional deal structure. So there's 100 million up front, the translational milestones, research milestones, development milestones, tiered royalties, it's really quite traditional, which is interesting that they followed that, that approach. So I, I think nothing is off the table. I, th I think really what really shapes the deal structure is the nature of the, the parties and their interests. And I think we'll come on to that when we look at some of the sort of cultural fit and governance and how, how you choose a partner and set those collaborations up for success. And, and just as a follow up to that, I mean, do you, do you think that that traditional model might be a little bit strained, you know, for an AI deal? Do you think there's enough agility or, or do you think you know i suppose that they're, they're so early in their life that you don't know yet right or i i think i think that's true so i think my, my sort of one one word of caution and again in the interest of transparency we've probably not done this always as well as we should at astrazeneca is but when you're setting up those deals and again many of us will be familiar with setting up and drafting governance provisions and committees and jscs and ultimately the groups that are going to work through the collaboration I think it is important that you build in that agility. I think often when you sign these AI deals, particularly if they've got quite a long time horizon, five or 10 years, frankly, anyone that predicts they know exactly how that's going to evolve, it is, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd, I'd say they're kidding themselves. So I think you do need that agility. So I think you need to set up the, the governance mechanism for success. I also think you need to bring the right people in from both companies that are going to make, make it work. And where I've seen it work well is ultimately you've got those sort of alliance managers or key personnel who are really acting as the spokesperson for the counterparty within the organisation. So they're your advocate and, again, helping mitigate and manage those, those issues. So, so there, are some, there are some strains for sure. And, again, I think a lot of it, which we'll come on to perhaps, is, is some of the sort of cultural tension that may be AI and tech companies approaching these things from one perspective and pharma GSK, AZ and others may approach it from another quite traditional perspective and it's trying to find that sort of happy marriage where you can make both companies successful. 
Well, thank you, Adam. I mean, Steve, from, from your perspective, I mean, you, you, I think when we were talking before, uh, prior to this, you, you were saying maybe the pharma companies are trying to nail things down where you just can't nail them down or... or um, yeah, well, it's, it's been it's been an interesting exercise because if you come from the tech side and you expect scalability and, you know, rapid movement, there's there's often a sense that you can do a sort of proof of concept or a pilot study and look at the results of that and then decide what what the right commercial terms might be around it. Our experience of actually doing deals has been a little bit different. And I, I don't know whether that's, um, you know, either from Adam's perspective, um, just because pharma, pharma companies in general are, are favoring more traditional models mm. or whether we're just dealing with some particularly conservative um, BD groups. But we've had to nail down the entirety of the deal all the way through those milestones and royalty payments, which was, I think, unexpected for us at our stage of development as an SME coming in with a novel technology. It's almost, well, don't you want us to kind of prove this first before you spend the time negotiating yeah. all of that? But it, it seems to be the case that, um, you know, because if we are successful, there is a huge amount of potential value created. Well, um, well true. And, and I suppose there be, might be people here or, or certainly who might be working on a fee-for-service model and thinking, well, oh, how do I sort of break into having those kind of upsides that, you know, might come later? I mean, is there, there's some sort of, I mean, you've traveled a journey a bit on that, on that <laughs> route, haven't you? Or? Yeah, well, we, we did start off anticipating that uh, we would in large part be a, a fee-for-service organization. I think it's very difficult to, as a small organization, to get sufficient capital behind you particularly. I mean, the fee-for-service model is not attractive to investors mm-hmm. um, unless they're set up in a very specific way. It's not a high-growth model in, in most cases. Um, and so it does limit the potential of the business. And, you know, we found increasingly there was a tension between that and the ambition that we had for the business and, in fact, the amount of IP that the platform was generating. So I think, you know, from an SME perspective, and we hear this through the BIA, um, uh, the tech forum a lot, people have to, uh, people in SMEs have to come to a, you know, an understanding of how to realize the full set of ambition. Mm. And I think it it probably isn't in fee-for-service deals unless, no. you know, unless it's a much smaller business. Yeah. And I, I suppose um, I'll come on to Jason and because I know you've got some, some thoughts, but um, uh, is there a danger of really focusing on those 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 sort of glory deals, the, you know, the back end deals? Is there is there a bit of a danger of go, going a bit too much that way? I mean, oh, very much so. It's yeah. a very risky prospect. I mean, um, I I don't know. Adam and Jason maybe mm. maybe comment on this, but in order to validate that you have something which is going to be useful to a pharma company, you pretty much have to get through in vivo trials. And that sets the bar at a certain level of investment. And that level of investment, frankly, is much harder to achieve for a, a an early stage UK company than it would be for an early stage US company. Mm. And so it's it's so moving from being an AI company into the into biotech and almost morphing into you that. there is yeah. the there is that potential, you know, and your investors will suddenly look at this opportunity and say, well, these um, chemistry, uh, the, these molecules that you've got should be the basis of the company. That's what we're going to value the company on. The platform just 
just dies and with it any innovation, any additional innovation potential that it has. I mean, Jason, I mean, we'll come on to the IP in a minute, but I don't know whether you have anything um, that you want to talk about some of the models you've seen, particularly sort of in your early days. Or Well, I think what, a lot of what Adam said I, I recognise. Um, I think my personal experience is we are using traditional templates, a wide variety, because there isn't one size fit all. Depends what the deal is for and who you're dealing with. But invariably, it starts from a traditional farmer template. And I think on the journey we've been on, we've seen a sort of strategic change within the company as to how we want to work in this space and uh, what we value. And I think it'd be fair to say we've learned from some war stories um, from about six years ago, um, where perhaps almost a traditional farmer deal was struck e.g. with no regard to the value of the AIML part or the data side. And I think we've evolved both in our thinking in the company, but also in terms of the expertise we brought in to support this, certainly in the legal function, people with a more tech background, to help us customise those template agreements on the things we think have to be dealt with, such as data, the software, and all of those things. But, you know, there are some deal types, you know, not at the level you've been discussing, like the Accenture one, which I actually hadn't heard of. But, you know, we've done a hackathon for the first time. And I guess um, my colleague in the audience there, you know, is like, well, how do we do that? You know, you start from some boilerplate and, and sort of work outwards. So, you know, it's always challenging this space. 